It's time to find balance and be refreshed here on Every Heart, Every Woman. Every Heart, Every Woman. Get ready for uplifting music and inspiring interviews. Every Heart, Every Woman. Let's get motivated to move forward as we share our life experiences. Welcome to the show, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. Before we jump into our interview, we're going to set the tone with a little bit of live music. This is free. It is from my CD called True Worship. Sit back and enjoy.
Well, welcome back to the show, everyone. My name is Carla Nibbins. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. Our show is a program of Love Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can find out all of the great information about Love Ministries. Go to their website, loveministriesbuilds.org. Well, we are very excited about our our radio show for today because we are welcoming for the first time Dr. Sarah Carruthers. Sarah became a comedian after retiring from General Motors Company. She has devoted her life to being a motivational speaker and a holistic coach. She's an esteemed author, a facilitator, a philanthropist, a mother, and a teacher. She empowers others to transform their lives with humor and joyous laughter. Sarah holds a master's in theology and doctorate in ministry from the University of Theology and a bachelor's of arts from University of Texas in Arlington. So Sarah, we are so excited to have you join the show today. First of all, welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, thank you guys so much for having me. I was so excited. I could barely sleep last night. I went to sleep praying. I woke up praying. I said, okay, Lord, you got to help me. (laughs) Not that I didn't have the energy, but I knew all those fabulous people that were going to be out there. My gifts for this special day. Hey, guys, I got so dressed up. I have on a nice posh red lipstick. I just found out that it was audio and not visual, but I'm still glad that I dressed up right I have on my new, you know, the leggings that everybody are wearing. I have on my Adidas and I have on my T-shirt with a woman on it holding a mic, right? Yes. I told Miss Niven she might have to tell me to shut up because you know what? I love talking. I love people. <laughs> Thank I you so love much it. for having me today. Well, thank you for being here. I love it. Honestly, I one of the things that I wrote down on my list of people to have on the show, even three years ago when when we started was a comedian, because I know that um, laughter really is good medicine and we all need it. And I enjoy a good laugh. I'm not funny, but I enjoy laughing. So um, we're so excited, Sarah, that you're on. And also, um, I've been saying this for a couple of weeks. I feel like the Lord is lined up this divine timing because right now with COVID number one, everybody is going through so much and trying to figure out what's the best information and how do we keep safe and what do you do with your children? Do you keep them in, let them out, you know, and and trying to wear masks. Some people aren't wearing masks. Like it's, it's a whole stressful thing. And then black lives matter on top of that. That's another thing that all of us are dealing with. Now is a time for a comedian, like enter Dr. Sarah Carruthers. So we are so excited that you are here. And Sarah, I would love for you to kind of take us back to the beginning. Like, how did you even get into comedy? I am so glad you asked. And that Dr. Sarah Carruthers is AKA Sarah Sarah. That'd be Sarah with the H, S A R A H, and Sarah without the H, S A R A. You know, uh, what yeah. uh, Beyonce say? The, uh, the, what is that? The ultra ego or the fierce? When people leave that H off, I get really upset. But I know you guys put it on there today and you will for the show. And so, all my viewers out there, oh, excuse me, listeners. Yes, Sarah with an H, the happy, harmonious, 
happy, happy, happy person. I got started in uh, comedy really long before I even knew about it. When my mom conceived me, I tell you, it's pretty much like Sarah. You know, Sarah laughed when God told her she was going to have a baby. <laughs> Bam, and here comes me. Here I am, Sarah. Sarah for Sarah. Well, I tell you, I come from a family of six, okay? And I am the oldest, okay? okay. When I decided to play in water, uh, my mother let me have a good time playing in water at the kitchen sink for a little while. And then she got very creative and brought me to the sink where the dishes were. And so uh, the playing in water became a chore. And then I like watching her iron. So ironing became, a, a, oh, I know you viewers might not know about uh, ironing. Uh, uh, so to the young that's a, a, a board that sits up uh, about waist high with this uh, piece of metal that gets warm. And uh, there was a, a cleaner's then that I was aware of. I might be aging myself out. But we had this stuff called Argo Starch. It came in a blue box and a red box. I love the red box. One day my mom came in and I was eating the starch. And she says, what are you doing? Well, it tasted pretty good, and it seemed to pass the time as I was feeling like, oh, gosh, what happened? My childhood could, could come into so many chores. And being the family of six, I always had to be the leader. And, you know, having that alpha personality, I had to take over quick. And having three brothers, oh, my gosh, they like to fight all the time, so I had to become strong really early. I love cartoons. Cartoons came on back in the day, uh, I think at six o'clock in the morning, and they went off at 12. But there were three stories that I really loved that weren't even in a cartoon form, and that was The Three Stooges, Oh Yeah, I Love Lucy, and Carol Burnett, and uh, Red Skeleton, and Red Fox. I mean, I would just crack up. My dad would come in and he would be so upset that I would be sitting up there watching that silliness, he said. Mm -hmm. But I just couldn't get it out of my heart. And then Carol Burnett, I just thought we were connected since my middle name is Burnett and she's a Burnett. I was just drawn to that. You know how things just connect you. And doing this COVID, this is what's so great about this. You know, this is such an important time to connect uh, through Facebook, uh, any audio programs. And my heart goes out to the people that are lost loved ones. And I lost my mom at a very, very early age. So I know um, how the smell of death could just take your breath away. But what I've learned is through my early childhood, when my mom was laughing, we would, uh, and just giving us our disciplines at our early age, we would have talent shows in our house. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We turn that music on and we have talent shows and your shoe was a mic, you know, and you know, the prize was a carrot. So uh, I grew up, you know, with Bugs Bunny. That was my nickname. <laughs> What's up, doc? <laughs> You know, so we 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 embellished and uh, we enjoyed television and we enjoyed family time. So mm -hmm. in this COVID thing, I see an opportunity. I see a blessing for families to come together, for wives and husbands, and just the unity of the connection. So even though we might get on each other's nerve, reverse that, turn that into a good. So I've just taken this opportunity to bring this into people's home. So that that comic. That comic energy just grew up in me, making people laugh. Later in life, my mom was uh, killed in a car accident, and I was a runaway. I was a foster child, and I just stayed happy. And again, all those things that my mom put into me as a child 
held strong roots in me being that leader. I didn't know she was creating a leader. You know, I didn't know. They say, are leaders born or either leaders made? I think it's a combination of both, either or, you know. And so my mom was preparing me for a life that I had no knowledge of. I just love seeing people happy. And I chose at an early age to learn to laugh at my life, that there had to be something better. When I got lonely, I loved playing with the insects. Yes, guys, I love playing marbles. And uh, I love watching the ants go in and out. Those ants always seemed like they were always carrying something bigger than themselves. Mm-hmm. So as a kid, I was always curious, you know. Here I was, this beautiful girl with green eyes. You guys can't see me. Yep, I got green eyes. They call them hazel these days, though. Nope, I didn't buy them. I was born with them. And I tell you, I would... I was just this cute kid with ugly ponytails all over my head. And uh, I love insects and I love shooting marbles. Back then, you know, I came from a a family of uh, meager beginnings. But hey, the Lord says, do not despise small beginnings. In me, I always felt rich. And when other people laughed, oh, it was just sagacious, so infectious. You know, I see that I could just bring joy. And so it became a part of who I was. Actually, it was already who I was. And my talents and my gifts were being developed through talking with people, motivating people, acting silly, having fun, improving, or mimicking someone that I saw from TV. Hey, guys, good and bad. A lot of times I got my hands spanked because I went to church and I tell you, I would see them get the Holy Ghost and play the piano and I, I would be mocking them at home, just dancing all around. <laughs> I'm back to a spanking and my mom telling me to pick the switch. I was like, oh my gosh, all I did was copy something that I saw was good. You know, now they're failing, fanning Sister Teresa on the floor. I was like, wow, how could she pass out and be that happy at church? I was bored. But anyway, as I got older, I learned it was a good thing. Guys, I was so funny. I would get a quarter for doing my chores. I would go to the store, take that quarter, get 10 pennies, a nickel, and and uh, two, two dime, no, one dime, one nickel, and 10 pennies. Back in the day, they had three offerings. Can you believe that? Three. Right. So <laughs> they had penny candy. Penny candy. That's what candy cost, one cent. I would buy those penny candies. And of course, I was short the whole quarter didn't go in. I would drop the nickel in because it was the heaviest. And I thought it sounded like a quarter. (laughs) And I'd have candy to last through. Boring church, you know, because, hey, I couldn't have fun there. But anyway, I was just brought up with all this literature, all these visuals. And then, hey. When I got to high school and I had to live in uh, different foster homes and visit my brothers and far, far, I always had to motivate them, keep them happy because I was just ironing their clothes, cooking the dinners, dinner, cutting up a chicken, talking real fast before you could barely hear me, you know, getting spankings and still trying to understand life. Well, I took all of this flavor into high school with all this energy. And their favorite word to me and most people is calm down. Well, you know what's great about being grown? I could tell people, you don't tell me to calm down, I'm grown. (laughs) (laughs) You know, calming down is not part of God's deal for me. I used to beg God, can you calm me down? He said, to whom much is given, much is required. So somewhere down the line, I asked God for some things and he gave me some responsibilities with some verses and all that. So I just started grooming it. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to sit up here and be in a sad place all the time about my mom's death and my sister's death and why me, oh Lord. So I just thought, hey, 
laugh at yourself. I start laughing at myself, with myself. I did so good. I got it for class clown in high school. That's what I discovered. This is my calling. Class clown in high school. You know, hey, I did get prom queen, but class clown turned me on like, oh, nobody's business. I felt like I was in my element. Everybody was laughing. Maybe because I was funny, maybe because I wasn't. But all I saw was some laughter, some people heckling at me, making fun of me, but they were all doing it in joy. It didn't feel good, but hey guys, it's a double standard. It felt good, you know? Mm. So I carried on with it. I carried on with it. And it, it, it helped me to be happier, to breathe easier, and to look to the next day and to figure out who was going to be my friend. And it was a bridge to connecting to other people. And uh, my first joke, are you guys ready for this? Hey, maybe some of you guys can guess it. Here we go. Your first joke? Okay, what, what is it? What did the French fry say to the ketchup? <laughs> Think about it. I was going to say, I don't know. What did, what did he say? Pour me on. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Well, you know, what's, what's French fries without ketchup, right? Right, right. So Those people laughed so hard. And it was like a cafeteria. Back in the day, we ate in a cafeteria. They was cracking up. Well, you know, of course, I just carried on to more things. I went to college. I still started uh, laughing and cracking jokes. And one day I uh, saw where you can learn how to drive and do comedy too. So I took a driver's ed class, got a discount on my license for all those tickets that I had incurred and learned how to make people laugh funny. And then they gave me, uh-oh, big mistake, huge. What a pretty woman say, I was in here early and you wouldn't wait on me. Huge mistake, huge. Well, that guy gave me three minutes. I went up there. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you, they had to pull me off the stage. I killed it. I took my driver's ed minute, minutes, got up there, told comedy, and uh, hey, a star was born. Then I saw in California, Hope Flood, this lady had a comedy workshop going on. And I was like, ooh, I ought to take that comedy workshop. I took that comedy workshop and then I went to New York. I met Chris Rock, you know, I met Tiffany Haddish. I mean, going on all these things. This is how Tiffany, how I met all these celebrities that I ran into because they worked with me. Tiffany Haddish was the MC of the comedy show that I did. So we worked together. She was my trainer and my mentor. You know, Michael Jordan, I was at a game just clowning around. I said, hey, Michael, come over here and sit with me. Michael Jordan just came over here and sat with me. Sometimes you just got to be bold, feel ignorant, and look stupid in front of people, you know, to get what you want. Well, you have to take it by force, you know? So, you know, hey, I felt like, they're just people. We're all people. You have not because you ask not. So a lot of you guys out there, if you don't have it, I know it might sound crazy, but sometimes you just got to ask for it. Sometimes you got to have somebody mentor you on how to ask for it. And sometimes you just got to grab it. So guys, I have just been going my whole life being happy. And I see so many miserable people. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I can't let you stay like that. No, I'm going to make you laugh. So it became my job to make the people look like they were smelling. Um, ugh, I don't even know what word to use for it. But they did not look like they were having a happy day. Mm -hmm. I mean, even now, I laugh at myself. 
Guys, look in the mirror at yourself. You will find something to laugh about. I guarantee you, your right side is not as big as your left side. And there's something a little bit more distorted and you didn't notice. And you've got to laugh about it. You know, mm-hmm. we're all born with imperfect bodies. Uh, I still try to make mine perfect. But hey, I'm going to tell you the funnest thing about me, guys. This is my secret weapon. And this is a golden nugget to you. It's not something people do these days, but I highly recommend it. You got to smile a lot more. And if you don't know how to smile, just go down the street when you're walking, jogging, riding your bike, in your car, say hi. I see people going by and I'm just like, hey, how you doing? Have a great day. Hello over there, you know. And people look at me like, who is she? Oh, I want to thank you so much for speaking to me, for saying hi, for having a conversation. And I like their dogs. You know, I love dogs. I'm dog lovers. I'm cool with cats too. You know, but I believe in having a conversation with people. It's so delicious. Whether it's 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 empathy, sympathy, it's sad moment, you know, a moment to reflect. Sometimes people just need you there to just connect and just give a smile. A smile mm-hmm. is laughter. So yeah. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, this is what works. I believe that's why I'm as beautiful as I am. Oh, did I say that? Yes, guys, I'm beautiful. I'm sagacious vitality to the universe. God gave me this. Guess what, guys? For you. All of this is for you. You are my gift today, and my gift to you is my time, my laughter, and my love. Universal love. Unconditional love. How could I have it and I don't know you? Hey, I was built that way. And you know, Sarah, I have seen you do that. I have walked into a room and with you know, filled with a bunch of people and you literally are talking to somebody on the other side of the room, talking, making them laugh. And, you know, and, and that, that is kind of what you do. And so it's very interesting. I didn't know all of that about you. I didn't know, you know, that you had to be in foster home and, and all of that, because you, here's the thing, guys, you don't know what's going on with people unless you sit down and have these kind of conversations and ask them what's, what's, you know, what's your background. So I, I enjoy learning those things about you. And the thing I love about your story is that, um, I think that your story kind of parallels our life. It's just when we were growing up, me and my brothers, it was just with music, the same thing. Like we just grew up and it was in us and we loved it. And I think our parents just, uh, you know, um, just lit that fire within us and allowed us to learn and to grow and to play different instruments and to sing and, and just, you know, have a great time. And that's kind of how it is. Like you just find that you have these gifts and then you try to see how can I, what can I do with these gifts that will help somebody else and that will build up the kingdom of God. And so I love that about your story, Sarah. And, and I know that now um, now that you are retired from General Motors, you are act- you have actually started a ministry where, uh, and, and the base of it is comedy. And the base of it is helping people feel better. And, and even I read on your website that you're helping people even lose weight. Like that joy that the Lord gives, it really does change your your mind and your body and your makeup. And so I love what you're doing. And I want I, I, I want others 
to know exactly um, how they can get connected with you. And, and I know that you're doing so much. So um, I know that we're, we're about to come up to a break, but I wanted to um, basically just to share a scripture about about joy, because right now I think our world truly, truly, truly needs it. This is Proverbs 17 and 22. It says, a merry heart doeth good like medicine, but a broken spirit drieth the bones. And so um, I'm so excited to have you and excited to hear more about what you are, what you are doing, because our hearts really do need this. It's good medicine. So let's take a break. And we will be back in just one minute. Every heart, every woman. Every heart, every woman. You're listening to Every Heart, Every Woman, the show where women find balance, peace, and inspiration. Now let's get back to the show with your host, Carla Nivens. Well, welcome back to the show, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. We are having a great conversation with Dr. Sarah Carruthers, a.k.a. Sarah Sarah. And uh, I want to... I want, I want uh, now talk, Sarah, about the different ministries that you are doing. Um, but first, I thought this, so I, I told you that I looked up some scriptures because the Bible has a lot to say about being full of joy and being full of laughter. And this is one that we usually use. I use it in worship. It's Psalm 98.4, make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth break into joyous song and sing praises. And I love it that you are also taking the word of God and you are doing some things, doing some really uh, wonderful things. And we can, we can tune in even now um, with COVID, we can tune in and join you on, on your shows. So you're doing some things. You've got book club, you've got the Craven Comedy Virtual Tour, and you've got Sarah Carruthers Ministries. And I noticed that you said on your website, you said, we're committed to improving the quality of life for all citizens, especially our seniors and our youths in our society. There are two very important areas that lack ad adequate support. And so your mission is to provide uplifting programs such as laughter, which is healing to the soul, coaching, to help and preparing a career path because statistics have shown the laughter is a great stress and anxiety reliever, as well as it promotes weight loss. So you're determined to get involved to initiate change through comedy and through storytelling and through laughter. And I love that. So Sarah, tell us about all of the different ministries that you're doing and that you have available for people. Guys, I am so excited. This is one of my gifts is energy. I didn't know how to balance that energy at first and I start volunteering. So I want to tell all you people that that or lacking uh, something to do in your life, remember you still can volunteer online virtually. There's just a plethora of things to get involved with. And that's the important thing to keeping you happy. I was grown, 
grow, I was taught as a young child to take care of my great grandmother. So I've always had a love for the elderly because my great, great grandmother grew up in my house and the things that she taught and the love and the habits that I developed in taking care of her and having conversations with her just made me love to be around older people. Oh, should I say senior people and the wisdom And the stories that they tell you will keep you cracking up alone, okay? There's a lot of products out there, guys, that have dual purpose. I think you're learning that now about the coconut oil. One minute, you can put it in your hair for a conditioner. The next minute, you're frying your eggs in it. And so these are the things that you learn when you're sitting under this wisdom. What I do is I have a program that I go into the senior living facilities. A lot of people have Alzheimer's, uh, Ashburners, all different types of things that are going on in their house or in their life. This is a living facility where they live and they don't have anybody to come in and, and be with. Not all of them, just some of them. So I allow the community to use me as one of the instruments to flavor their lives with storytelling. So I start a story in a circle. So, you know, and we just take that story and everybody's able to put a little portion of themselves in that story as long as it's clean and it's good and it's comedy. And so we get in a circle, we tell stories. And then also, I do like a three-minute improv show. I just get up there and I make light of myself. And I ask, if anybody can relate to the story? Everybody's hand up. And I'm like, wow, I didn't even know that seniors had to raise their hand. But everybody's like, see me, see me, see me. So my job is to let the young people know this is a way for you to connect. And so I'm there and I'm just invoking love. I'm invoking energy, which gives them a heart. It makes the heart pump better. It makes the heart happier, you know, which releases their stress. What makes them feel that in a moment, hey, I am important. And it gives them community with their other colleagues, as well as with someone new to entertain them in the moment. And I do one-on-one coaching sessions with them one-on-one and show them how they laugh at themselves. You know, how they can laugh at things that were challenging in their families that it might have hurt them early on to how it's improved them now. And I get the youth to come in and, and assist me where they can get extra credit hours as they come in because they have to have extra credit hours. So one of my programs for the youth is for them to come in and facilitate conversations with the youth just to sit there. They can knit, they can talk. And then also, guys, we incorporate the dogs. So if you have a dog that's licensed as a pet for comfort, you can bring your dog in. And the seniors love this. We do dancing. We do singing. Right now, I'm doing another great program with the Great Age Movement. This is key because we're at the Health Museum in Houston every Friday. You could just go to the Health Museum and you'll see me doing a two minute skit and then you'll see me talking about different various things that you can do while you're in your home and the great age movement fritz mcdonald is is advocating and implementing these things to do in your house how to make a great shake uh how to have a senior uh relationships you know hey some of you seniors out there dating i know you are <laughs> okay laugh about you're never too old. As long as you're living, you know, what did the Lord say? It's not good for men alone. meant the same thing for women. So, hey, guys, keep your groove up. And then, you know what? 
It's also, uh, he teaches you how to do exercise in a chair. We have to learn how to exercise this body. So I'm laughing at myself as I'm learning how to exercise in a chair. And my body is like, ooh, ah, ooh, ooh. You know, so I'm learning with you guys. It's all just a beautiful thing. You know, the body is something to laugh at and to laugh with. And then with the youth, just looking at them, bring out their phones and show the seniors how to use their phone, how to play a game. You know, I did not know that you could play chess on your phone. So, hey, guys, I'm pretty good at chess. <laughs> so we do these different things. And then on Sunday, I'm doing virtual comedy tours in the Zoom room and on Facebook Live. I'm going around the community, you know, just bringing different things in just to laugh at. I tell people how to go to YouTube. You know, I tell people how to go to Facebook. I tell people how to think of something really funny in this in their life that happened and share it with somebody through FaceTiming your friends and coming into friend groups that are healthy for you. Keyword, guys, healthy. And then dog challenges. You know, we talk about dog challenges, how to throw the cover over your dog. You know, you put a cover over the door and see if your dog will run through it. Then the toilet tissue roll. We play games that are just crazy. I show them videos and we laugh about it. There's just so much uh, that we do. Let me see. Let me think. What else? What else? That you did you ask me about? I mean, there's oh just the book club, the book club. Oh, my book club, guys! I do two books a month. I can actually read a book a week. I mean, hey, what else do I have to do? COVID is going on, so why not read that book out loud? Last week we read "Who's Your Daddy." This was about adopted children. It was Father's Day. It was so appropriate. So many people's dads are in the military, away from home. Some people's daddies are in heaven. Some people's daddies, they're, they're divorced, you know, but still we have a father, it's a spiritual father that we can't see. So it's an opportunity to learn through a book about the spiritual father, this God that you can't see. Opens up a plethora of conversations. Guys, it is so good. I mean, what did the Lord say? Come and taste and see that he is good. I'm telling you, I didn't know that God could be this fun hanging out with Jesus because the Christians that I knew was boring. I just realized that I needed to visit a church that could meet my needs. And then another great thing um, uh, that I, I'm doing is that on uh, we do a, a, a an adult book, or let's just say a teen book. You know, that book was by Lisa Harper and Missy. She adopted Missy. And uh, Missy's friends were making fun of her because, uh, well, not really making fun. She had a, a little boy in her class ask, well, how come I never see your daddy? She says, I don't have a daddy. And she asked her mom that question, and it sparked a conversation for the kids that were adopted, you know. And then we 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 read books on hurt and pain for those of you who have might have been uh, uh, taken abuse uh, mentally or sexually, you know. We deal with those type of programs and doing memory games and and just holding the heart precious. And I do a lot of volunteer work with the youth, where we talk about subjects and we learn about scriptures that are healing, and and we put you in in touch with the right people that can help you. I know Love Ministries is a great outlet. I have volunteered with Love Ministries for over 15 years, guys. Yeah. And I love meeting with these girls. And we get we get in our groups and we feel like we've been knowing each other forever. And we cry and we laugh and we challenge each other. So I, I, I give laugh challenges. I tell people to have laugh parties. You're like, laugh parties? What is a laugh party? Guys, I'm going to demonstrate to you what a laugh party is. A laugh party is where you bring all your friends over. Now, do have them bring a dish. No more than 10 now. We got to keep it real. They said no more than 10. And make sure that it's it's family if you can or someone that you're around consistently. And then you just, 
hey, you just uh, start, you know, start off laughing. And I, I'm going to do this. You would be amazed at how you would laugh yourself funny. Mm-hmm. Now, here's, here it goes. One, two, three. I want everybody that's out there just to start laughing. If you don't know how to laugh, let me start it for you. <laughs> that honestly makes you laugh. <laughs> Somebody else just must have laughing. <laughs> that's funny. And then you'll have food and everything, too. And you're yeah. sitting there. Oh, yes. Yeah. And, that, and you're having a uh, food fight. Food's falling all out of your mouth. Food, food fight. <laughs> Yeah, a mouthful fight. And you're laughing at your friend's laugh because your friend's laugh is funnier than your laugh or it just sounds funny. I mean, guys, and then too, you know, sometimes you have the people that don't want to participate, so they're smiling. And all of a sudden, everybody's laugh laughing. is not the same. Some people have a smile laugh where they, they know, yeah, they're kind of like nose, mouth, go to and they like laughing in the inside. <laughs> so you guys, I just want you to know that everybody laughs different. You got people that are laughing in the inside. Sometimes when I'm doing laughter, man, the challenges become in my mind. He's saying, oh, you ain't all that funny. I just knocked that little negative energy off my shoulder. Bring it. Girl, you was all of that. You was so funny. Go on over there make the Keep talking. Come on. You're going to say something <laughs> that's going to be good. Talk about that sweet potato pie that your mama made or mm-hmm. talk about that fried chicken mm, with the hot sauce. Ooh, some good fried chicken. You know, you got to know how to fry some chicken. And hey, I don't burn my chicken either. OK, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Sarah, the, the thing I love about this is there's so, you know, we're all looking for some things that we can do, some some entertainment, some good entertainment that we can have but that we can stay at home. You know, I, I'm looking around at all of my friends' Facebooks and they're doing all of these um, live, you know, things where people can stay at home and still enjoy some good entertainment. Arlington Jones is doing it. He's doing it every, I believe, Tuesday evening. He does a little concert. And so that's, and, and it's on YouTube. It's a live YouTube thing. And that's what I like about your, your virtual a comedy tour. So tell us more about that. And I know it's on Sundays, correct? It's on Sunday, Central Standard Time. That's at two o'clock. Guys, we're going to be doing this until July the 19th, and then we're going to wrap it up. And then we're going to come back with some more innovative ideas. We've got a, a group that's coming on that's playing music. I'm just sharing you guys' ideas and, and what you're doing. You know, my my opportunity is your stage, okay? And so basically, I get on there, and I talk about good homegrown stories that are happening to me. I have my chat open so you guys can talk through me to me through the chat on Facebook Live or in the Zoom room. So if you go to Craven Comedy on Facebook and uh, you'll see me on Sundays at 2, go to Zoom room and you're on my mailing So if you go to uh, Craven Comedy, C is in car, R is in Richard, A is in apple, B is in veterinarian, E is in evergreen, N is in never comedy. Ha ha! <laughs> At hotmail.com. You, oh, that's my email. That's your email. Cravencomedy.com. <laughs> you go yes. there, you hit that little chipmunk, sign up for my, my mailing list. You can get on my mailing list to see what books that I'm reading and that I have out there. You can surf my webpage. You can say, hey, I want to give a virtual tour. You can bring me into your church, your virtual church. Yes. You can bring, hey, the great thing is about it. You can bring everybody, your mother, your cousin, your friend, your uncle, 
good, clean house money. And we can have challenges and we can play together. You guys, dance parties. I even do dance parties. Now, I might not dance like you dance. That right there is funny. So these are the things that I'm doing to keep my house happy and my community happy. I love you guys. I want you to laugh a little bit. Okay, I know that there's hard things going on. For those of you that are unemployed, this is a good time not to think about it. Okay, this too shall pass. Romans 8, 28, guys, I know it's deep when it's you that's going through. But mm -hmm. hey, you got to take one minute. All I'm asking you to do is take one minute and, <laughs> okay, laugh at yourself. And then the other thing that you guys can do, I'm talking about breathing. You know what? Self-care is so crucial at this mm -hmm. point, guys. Mentally, physically, and spiritually. Self-care. Who's your number one? You is, okay? Mm -hmm. If you don't know the father yet, Jesus, then you your number one, okay? Until you get to that next level, okay? And you know what's so great about you? You. You are not a mistake. You were put here for a purpose. Hey, this is a time to find your purpose. So breathing, breathing is crucial. I challenge each one of you to have 30 seconds of laughter a day. And my second challenge is for you to breathe. And you're going to take these breaths. You're only going to do three of them, okay? Just three breaths. I dare you. I double dog popsicle ice cream cheeseburger <laughs> with nacho cheese on the top, some chili peppers, okay? And no, not forget the pineapple on top. Two, breathe in your nose three times. And then exhale through your nose. I'm going to do it with you right now. Can you hear me breathing? We're going to do it on a count of three. One, two, three. Okay, in let's your do nose. it. One, two, three. That's one, two. Okay, and three. Now, see, guys, now, didn't that feel good? Calming. This is why you need to learn to laugh because, and this is why you need to learn to breathe. Whoever you mad at, laughter decreases your anger. Laughter decreases your stress. Laughter makes you lose weight. Hey, you're trying to get into that, what do they call it? That shirt, that t-shirt, those pants. Laughter eases anxiety. Laughter helps you heal somebody else. Laughter is the medicine of soul. You know, I've gone to people's homegoing, funerals, and they, you notice that some people have something funny to say, even at a funeral, there is laughter. So you guys, hey, I'm gonna challenge you to laugh. Like I said, if you don't know how to laugh, if you could just see me right now, I got some big old white glasses. You know, I put on, I have all kinds of cool glasses because I can't really see that good. So I have to have cute glasses. I laugh at myself. Yesterday, I had a dress up day. Dress up. Go in your closet and put something on that you bought 10 years ago that you can't fit. <laughs> I still, man, I see guys with belts and pants in their closet. Girls, you are not alone. The guys are wrong. And I know a lot of guys that then gained 20 pounds in COVID. That's yes. funny a lot right there. So, hey, guys. Hey, guys. <laughs> so after you go into your closet and put something on that doesn't fit anymore, then what do you do? Just crack up laughing? I crack up laughing. I videotape it. I put it on my Facebook and my Instagram. And that person that thought they was too good to laugh or didn't think I was funny. I was like, hey, y'all, what do you think about this? And it's I made funny. Yeah. And then I donated to Goodwill. I, served, I love it. 
I go donate it to Goodwill. If you can't get to the Goodwill, they got these drive-by bins that you can put it in there. And then, guys, you know what I do? I go to the store and I buy toys and I hear about a family at the church or at a community facilitating that are lacking in something. And I take it to them and I see how excited they are about me giving them something so simple as some used clothing or some canned non-perishable goods or the, even you can donate books. They have a book bin. So that's what I'm doing. So for for those of you that are not social media ad adequate yet, hey, you can do that. You know that spam that's been in your closet that you don't want it, that your mama made you eat and you just bought it because you thought we were going to be locked up a long time? Mm -hmm. Go give it to somebody else. And hey, guys, you know what's even greater? All these books that we get from the book club, guess what I did yesterday? I signed up for the library. I got my library card. I don't have to buy books anymore. I can listen to audio books on my phone. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. I know oh, yeah. a lot of people don't realize that, that if you go to the library, you can check out all of these things that we spend money on. Yeah, that's good. And Sarah. Right. You know, right. Exactly. You don't have to leave your house. What, what, I mean, all of these things that you have said, number one, they all are a, helping you to continue to connect with other people, even through this season. And there are things that you can do without leaving your home, which is great. Um, you're providing great entertainment for people and they don't have to leave their homes. And, and the other thing is being able to take this season when there is so much loss and so many things that, um, you know, there's so many reasons to cry. There are so many reasons to feel down. And, and I understand that. And, and what I like about it is that you're not, you're not saying dismiss all that. You're saying, okay, let's take all of that and let's see how we can find some levity and some joy and some laughter in that. When you, when I'm curious about that circle, when you do the circle and you tell, have everyone add a little bit to the story, um, how does that kind of work? How does that work? Okay. So, okay, Sam, you can even do it with two persons. And guess what, guys? You can really do it to yourself. You tell stories in your head to yourself all the time. I, I was like, okay, guys, uh, you know, like I cry a lot too. I want people to know that I do cry a lot. I'm, a, I'm the biggest cry baby. And I get in my moments where I'm having my pity parties, guys, I go there. Okay, don't think I'm so, <laughs> where I don't go there. I do go there. I just don't stay there long, okay? Mm -hmm. Because it's part of the human emotion to process those things. Uh, but in my story circle, what I do is, I say, okay, guys, we're gonna start our, we're gonna start this story, and it could be once upon a time. It could even be a scary story. And as I point to you, I want you to add to the story. If you don't have anything to the story, don't say anything, you know, and we'll just pass. You know, you can say pass or you can just be silent. I said, or I'll just point to you. So I'll say, okay, you know, I can remember when I was in San Diego and we was up on a hill and we took cardboard boxes and I slid all the way down on my cardboard box and I didn't cut my cardboard box big enough and I fell over and I cut the back of my arm. John said, well, and when I was in San Diego, uh, uh, we didn't know about no hill with no cardboard boxes, but uh, uh, my uncle had an old tractor. We used to go sit on there and we used to uh, get our rifles and, and shoot the ducks, you know, during duck season. Then it'll go around to Samantha and Samantha say, well, 
we did dress up. When we was out there on that hill, I would look at all my friends on the top of that hill and I'd be dressed up playing my mother's high heel shoes and we could get to be dressed up. Here's Mary. Well, I don't know about no heel or no dressing up or none of that. You know, we didn't do nothing. All I did was just sit in the house. But uh, I did like knitting. You know, I used to knit all the time. And and so uh, I, I would knit a little bit. And I said, well, what 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 knit did you do? Did, was it a cross stitch? Was it crocheting? Or was it really knitting? So as the narrator, I'm the only one that can go in, incorporate the story and say, hey, Bob, what about you? And yeah. Bob's in the wheelchair. And so Bob would do a spin around in a wheelchair. And he says, anybody want to go on a date? I'm not going to the top of the hill. <laughs> you know, you always have that, that, that person that's had. And that's what you do. You create a story. And if it's a scary story, you can say, you could tell about, ooh, I can remember on Friday the 13th when the, you know, the goblins were coming out and then out sparked a monster with eight horns from his head. He was blue and pink. And when you're doing this with kids, oh man, they are so deep. They go to the, to the ninth and then it gets really good. One thing that I can say that you really have um, imprinted on us that laughter really is a true medicine, strong medicine. So we appreciate everything that you are doing, Sarah. And I encourage everyone to go to Sarah Carruthers Ministries, Craving Comedy yeah. Virtual Tour. Yes. And, and everyone, our radio show is a program of Love Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can go to loveministriesbuilds.org for all of the great information. Go to carlanivens.com to keep up with everything that's going on with me. Everyone have a great week.